Episode 48, Short-Term Gain. Welcome to the First Year Married Podcast, where we get real about building the marriage of your dreams. I'm marriage coach Kayla Levin, and I take newly married and engaged women from anxious and insecure to confident and connected through practical tips, real-life inspiration, and more than a little self-awareness along the way. Hello there, ladies. I hope everyone's doing well. I learned something this week, and I thought, even though I learned it in this totally different context than marriage book or anything like that, I thought this is something that I think all of us could use. So this week is going to be not so much thought work, but more just a hack. And I have to admit, I'm a big fan of hacks. Maybe you guys can all send me your favorite hacks. I would love to hear them. I just think they're so wonderful. (laughs) And that's why probably half this podcast is hacks and half of it is the thought work. Okay. So here's where I came from. So there's this guy named Adam Brown. And he's a writer for a website called Diatribe. And Diatribe is a nonprofit organization that helps educate people with diabetes on new tech and ways to manage it and, you know, just different things that can be helpful and new studies that come out and things like that. So he wrote a book called Bright Spots and Landmines, which I've been reading because, as most of you know, I just celebrated my one-year anniversary of being diagnosed as a type 1 diabetic which of course I did during Diabetes Awareness Month. So I'm like very on trend over here. Just as a, you know, part of my like self-care and trying to be a whole responsible adulting adult, I'm reading his book and just trying to get some new ideas and different things that have been proven to help diabetics. That's where I found this tool, but I think it's such an awesome, really, really helpful tool. Let's do it. Adam Brown writes about the benefit of the short-term goal. For a lot of diabetics, the way that things might be explained to them is, you know, it's really important that you maintain really good glucose control because if you don't, then it could, you know, cause like really severe health issues down the line or it could shorten your lifespan. Down the line, down the line, down the line, you'll have a lower quality of life down the line, okay? But it's always really far away, okay? And when you have a person who's sitting there right in front of either the thing that they know if they eat it, it's going to be hard for them to maintain their control or the gym class that they don't want to go to, basically the sneakers they don't want to put on, right? And you're in that moment of wanting to do something and you know you should because it's like really good for the long term. That, shockingly, is actually not very motivating for most people. Most people are not motivated by a very long-term goal. For some of us, Yes, maybe. I don't know. I'd like to hear from you. I'm for sure not. What he talks about is to figure out what's the short-term goal. Now, I'm sure this is talked about somewhere else. So if you know anywhere else where this is discussed, please share with me and I'll keep sharing it around because this just feels familiar when I was reading it. I was like, I feel like I've heard this before, but I tried to do some research and track it down and I couldn't. Let me give you some examples. So let's say for me as a diabetic, if I'm going to eat something that's like very refined, even though I'm insulin dependent and I can take insulin, it's going to be much harder for me to maintain my glucose control. What does that mean? That means I'm going to be feeling lethargic. That means I'm going to have to spend a lot of my time and energy like managing and checking myself to see how I'm doing. That means, you know, 
I might get kind of cranky because I get cranky when my sugars are high, right? So all these different things. I might take too much insulin, then I go low, and then I don't feel good, right? And then I like lose a lot of energy. So instead of thinking, oh, I don't want to eat this thing because, you know, I want to make sure that I'm a healthy 80-year-old, what I could do is I could just say, well, if I eat this thing, then the next like hour is going to be really hard, right? And so that's a lot more motivating. So let's do it for the positive because I think the negative is a little harder, but let's look at the positive. So let's say someone wants to exercise. So trying to motivate yourself to exercise because there's some numbers that you want to look good next time you go to the doctor or because there's like some certain amount of weight that you think you're supposed to lose, or there's some reunion coming up or whatever, it's just not that motivating, Right. But if you start focusing on how you feel after you exercise, what's the rest of your day going to be like after you exercise? Does it lift your mood? Does it give you more energy? Do you just feel that sense of accomplishment like you got it done and off your list? What is it that you're going to get in the short term today or even in the next couple hours that's going to be more motivating than a long-term goal? What about laundry I always want to come back to laundry because I'm just always doing laundry. So I'm thinking about it a lot. (laughs) Okay. So we're managing laundry or any kind of housework. Sometimes we make it about like us or our abilities as a homemaker. And am I organized? Am I not organized? And am I with it or on top of things or not on top of things? Am I out of control, in control, whatever. Okay. That's all very like big picture. But you could also think something along the lines of, When I go to bed, knowing that I put away all the laundry first, I'm going to feel really good because it's going to be off my plate. You hear what I'm saying with this? Okay. How about this one, which I can't believe we haven't talked about in a really long time, but it's so critical. What about investing in your marriage? Going out and flexing some uncomfortable muscles. Okay, and I don't care if this means you're picking up his favorite drink from Starbucks or if this means that you're taking him to that restaurant that he loves that you don't really like that much or going to the movie that you hate (laughs) that he likes to go to or if it means biting your tongue when you want to say something or it means spending time with your in-laws because it'll make him happy. And again, not from a place of then maybe tit for tat, he'll bring it back to you. No. Just from a place of, I want to be flexing my muscles in my ability to invest, to go out of my way, to put extra energy and effort in towards my marriage. Now, it's really important when we're doing this one, by the way, this is a little bit of a tangent, that you find something that feels authentic for you, okay? So different people, different ones of you out there in in the podcast atmosphere are in very different places in your relationships, right? So for some of you, investing in your marriage is like, you just got married. I mean, what else are you going to do with your energy? You just, that's all you want to do with your energy, right? It doesn't even take any energy. It's just all you want to do, right? Those of you who've been married longer might take a little bit more conscious effort. For some of you who are in a little bit of a rut right now, it might feel like, oh, it's the last thing I want to do. So I want to suggest to those of you, it is the best thing for you to do. And when I say invest in your marriage, I don't mean that you need to go out and do some like crazy over-the-top romantic gesture if that's not how you're feeling right now, right? It could be as simple as, like I said, the Starbucks drink. It can be something very small and very simple, but it's something that you're showing yourself as much as you're showing him that he's worth going out of the way for and that more than that, the relationship is worth going out of the way for, right? We're sort of training ourselves to be more focused and more invested. Okay. So what about that one? Investing in your marriage. 
is it going to be motivating for you to think like, oh, but maybe in 20 years we won't have a very strong connection? Maybe, right? But what if you think about how it's going to feel in the next two hours? Yeah, just feeling like a person who puts in a little extra effort, feeling like a person who prioritizes this relationship. To me, that's a lot more motivating. So for those of you who feel like maybe this is a hack, it's a little bit like not being a good student, right? Those of you who want to be perfectionists, this might feel like you're kind of breaking the rules here, right? And so I just want to give those of you permission to embrace this. And as always, we want to look at like, what is my ultimate goal? If I go back to my example with diabetes, if my ultimate goal is really good glucose management over a long period of time, it doesn't matter that my long-term goal is long-term. What do I need to execute that goal? What I need to execute that goal is the short-term gain, okay? So yes, do you want to have a long-term vision? Do you want to have a goal for where you want to go in your relationship, in your life, with your health, with your job? For sure. But what I want to offer you is that one of the most powerful tools, and I've been using this one since I read it and I've been really, really liking it and finding it to be very, very compelling and helpful. So one of the most important tools for realizing that long-term goal is going to be this, the short-term gain. What's it going to be like now? What's it going to be like in the next couple hours or at least by the end of the day? Why is that worth doing this? And For all of you, I hope you take it and run. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what examples you use this on. I didn't give any work examples, so I would love to hear that. I mean, this could for sure work for not hitting the snooze button or at least not hitting it until your alarm clock runs out of battery and it never goes off. Or it could go for showing up at work on time. It could go for preparing a little bit more for the meeting, right? There's so many places where this could be applied. So I'm really curious to hear where you think you might want to try this out. So please reach out to me as always, Kayla at firstyearmarried.com or you can get me at firstyearmarried on Instagram. I would love to hear from you, even if you want to like take a picture of it and, you know, tag me on there so I can see what you're doing. Okay, guys, that's your focus for the week. Identify the long-term goal and then use the tool of the short-term gain to get there. Have an amazing week. I'll see you here next week. Bye-bye.